Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales, and today we are doing some absolutely wonderful stuff. Uh, We are discussing whether making resolutions isn't even really a thing, and the options for creating the changes that we desire in our lives, in our bodies, in our businesses. I have with me today an amazing panel of experts from our upcoming Sovereign Self-Resolutions Kept Summit that is starting on January 15th. I sponsored this event to support soulpreneurs, thought leaders, change makers, speakers, and authors who want to expand their income and their impact because the two are tied together. If you would like to participate and learn more about this free online event, you can register at 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com. That's 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com. And so let me tell you a little bit about our panel of speakers today. We have Ellen Shamalov. She is a spiritual teacher based on whose teachings are based on decoding the cryptic messages of her clients' symptoms and what those are trying to tell them about their life and their emotions and their path through this world. She does, she works with the root cause of pain to uncover the lessons that you are here to learn and aid you in the evolution of your consciousness. Next up is Cheryl Meyer. Seven years ago, she suffered from inflammation and autoimmune disease until she found a functional MD and purged and replaced hundreds of toxins out of her life and was able to return to wellness. Then we have Renata Mezu. She was born in Lithuania and moved to Atlanta in 2000, where she continued to follow her passion for travel until she discovered her true purpose. Her extensive knowledge, skills, and experience gained in consulting, travel, and combined with a passion to work with people encouraged her to shift her career towards her own coaching business. And it's a very soul-led coaching business, I have to say. (laughs) Next up is Molika Gupta. She is a coach, speaker, and founder of Immigrant Spouses Rewrite Your Story, an online community with members from around the world. Immigrant spouses and women of color hire her to ignite their ambition because most are confused and unsure in a new country. And last, but definitely not least, we have Martha Dubois. She is a two-time international best-selling author, a certified personal development coach, life strategist, entrepreneur, and visionary of creating purposeful resilience, which I absolutely adore because that's all about the bounce back from the big setback. And she believes we are meant to do more, have more, be more. In order to achieve this, we must actively participate in this journey. So welcome, ladies. I am so happy to have you here with me. Yay! They're all on mute. (laughs) There we go. Awesome. We're happy to be here. Yes, I'm happy to have you. Uh, Let's let's kick it off with a couple of questions. Okay. Um, We're talking today about goals and we're talking about, excuse me, (laughs) we're talking about motivations and resolutions. So 
Let's start with this question. Is making resolutions still a thing? I've, I've heard all kinds of mixed things. So why don't we start with our, our, our last introduced person, Mirtha. Tell me what you think about that. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely, it is a thing. Um, the problem is it's not a thing as we used to know it. You know how you sat down and you said, okay, this is my goal. This is what I want to achieve. And we have this long list. It's no longer the case. I believe now um, our, the individuals that are making resolutions are very specific, very precise, um, our goals are, are really in place, so to speak. So they're not all over the place. We know exactly what we want, and we're very clear about it. I love that. I love that. Ellen, what, what do you see around this? I definitely do see it as a thing, but I see it kind of named something different. It's a little bit more we spoke about before the energy shifting on earth. So we're kind of more conscious and aware of what um, resolutions would be like. And it's not just regular goals. It's intentions. It's um, intentions is strong because it's, it has a carries a very strong energy to it. Mm -hmm. So it's now something that we set our hearts and our minds to and have it behind our, our everyday life and have that as our, uh, whatever we do leads leads to that particular goal or resolution. Yeah, and I, I've noticed an uptick in people who are setting intentions or like words for the year. Uh, and I think it has to do with the fact that sometimes we have to trip over ourselves before we get to where we're going. And the intention feels a little more flexible in in my uh, opinion or observation. What do you think, Molika? I think, I think it's always going to be a thing. I, I just think that human beings, you know, in general, we love fresh new beginnings, you know, doing over, starting over, making amends. But, but I, I agree with Ellen that it's now more about setting intentions rather than, you know, having that big number which you are trying to, you know, achieve. And, and then you feel like, well, why am I not achieving that, that fixed number? So I think it's more about intentions than delusional numbers. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, but the numbers are a little bit useful in measuring progress. So it's kind of like, hmm, what do, what do you do here? What do you think, Cheryl? Um, I stopped actually doing resolutions about three years ago, and I do a storyboard that I put a visual picture up of everything that I want to achieve for the year. And then I put it somewhere where I cannot help but look at it many times a day, which keeps me focused. So that's what I want to accomplish, and that's where I'm going. And this works really well for me. And then I also choose a word. Last year, my word was choose. I got to choose the life I was going to live. I got to choose what I was going to accomplish. This year, my word is visibility. Ooh, I want to get my message that. out. So, <laughs> yeah, I have my storyboard. I look at it. It, it. Without even thinking, it keeps telling my head where I'm going and what I need to be doing. But you have to remember, just because it's visual doesn't mean that the intent isn't there and that the action behind it is not there. Without exactly. action, it doesn't become a reality. So you, have, uh, so you have goals kind of that sit behind that that have plans right. also attached right. to them. I love that. Renata, what do you see? Well, 
resolutions do exist, okay? But I guess it depends who you talk to because online, if you talk to the conscious entrepreneurs or professionals, they would say, it's including myself, that we need to have those resolutions every single day or every month. It's not just one year thing. Because yeah. we also used to have like, okay, the year begins on January 1st. We need to have like new big goals. Why not start on March 1st? <laughs> Why not start like, this is like traditional has been beginning of the year. We need to set intentions that are resolutions. But a lot of times that doesn't work because we're so used to those norms and standards. And now all this consciousness is breaking them down basically. That's and we have wonderful. to force to look thing, at things from different angle, think differently, behave differently, do things differently. Absolutely. So, and I love the idea of drawing a line in the sand every month or every couple of weeks and going, okay, here's where I'm at. And maybe I need to reset or rethink or rejig. Let's go from here. <laughs> absolutely. I like that. Ellen had a comment. Oh, I, I so agree with what Cheryl was saying. Um, I love that idea, actually, of the storytelling, and it's like a vision board, but um, I also really do agree with what Renata was saying in terms of um, having different goals um, on a monthly or whatever basis that it is, and I, you know, I usually don't write resolutions. I usually just, this year seems to be, because it's a new decade, feels like it's important to set it off with resolutions or intentions or whatever word you want to put behind it that would actually make it like a, I guess a great new start yeah like a powerful springboard into this new decade yes exactly <laughs> I love that I love that so ladies I'd like to understand how you go about planning your goals for the coming year um why don't we swing back to Renata and why don't you tell me a little bit about how you decide what, what's up on your hit list? Do you do a long-term plan and then shorter things? How do you approach it? Well, the, first of all, you have to know the direction you want to go. So basically, yes. you need to want to know where you want to end up. You want to go to Spain, Portugal, or somewhere else, right? So you look at the big picture. Okay, I want to achieve something, X, Y, Z. And then you break it down. That's what I do. I break it down into smaller pieces because we cannot chub it all, like we cannot do it all at the same time. So we need to have those smaller pieces, smaller chunks that we can achieve. And then you break it down even further. You break it down with like maybe it's a month ago. Okay, this week ago. What do I need to do today or this week so I get closer to that Paris or, or Portugal, right? Right, yeah. So... I always break it down. And then if it, you need to see if that goal is aligned with you. Because a lot of people, even I, I spoke to someone today, I was doing the intuitive guidance in the group, and people don't know how they feel about the goal. Someone told me, oh, maybe you need to go for that. But they don't go with them to check in if they're even aligned with that goal. Mm. Yeah, so and that alignment is really important along with intention and with the hard numbers as well. Yeah, I know for many years I was living into my mother's values. And so I would set goals and achieve them because I'm one of these type A people. Mm -hmm. And boy, I will go out there and go get it. But then I would get it and it's like, what the heck? This, they don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, it, it, it didn't make me happy. There was no satisfaction when I got there. It was just like, okay, I checked it off the list, but where's my cookie, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's see. How about Malika? How do you go about setting your goals? Um, I, I first of all like what Renata said, aligning with your goal, because I think it's it's extremely important. And 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 to to be on my point about the numbers, because I just think that that when we give ourselves these delusional numbers, we no, do not ask ourselves whether we are even aligned with those numbers. So I, I really like that concept of aligning. Um, I, I I'm a paper and pan gal, so I write out my goals. And, and I, I give, you know, I schedule my goals because I believe that what doesn't get scheduled is not real. But at the same time, I'm a very firm believer of showing up fully exactly where you are is the fastest way to go to, to get where you want to go. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't steer a parked car, right? If you're not taking some kind of action. <laughs> yeah. And so what I mean is that by, by taking small, consistent actions and being present in what you're doing is how I, I believe, you know, you can achieve your goal fastest. So people always have these 10 years plan or what I want to achieve on December 31st till December 31st. But how about what do you want to achieve in the next 30 days or how, what's, what's the plan for this month, for this week, for this day? And, and then showing up completely for that day. Yeah, I love that. Because if you're really present with what's happening, it also allows you to course correct in the moment. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's beautiful. Martha, how do you go about establishing your goals for the year? For me, I always look, excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. I tend to look long term. First, you know, the end in mind. I'm, I'm corporate, so I always start with the end in mind. So I have this vision. What is it that I want to achieve? But I look at all areas of my life. I, I go with the process of the five F's, which mm. is faith, family, fitness, finance, and fun. Where do I want to end up with my finances? How close do I want to get spiritually? Right. What is my fitness goal? My eating right, drinking right, you know, exercising correctly, sleeping correctly. What are those? What's that end result that I want? Is it eight hours of sleep a day, a a, a night or five hours? What is that and how do I accomplish that? So I kind of start with, I believe Renata said, you start big and then you break it down into chunks. So I look at the future. Give me a, a huge, you know, a, a, my big picture is very, very clear because clarity is extremely important. You got to be clear on your vision. So I have my vision. Where is it that I want to end up? And then I back into it. How do I start? And then go from there. I love that. Cheryl, how does this jive with your process? Well, I'm a bricklayer. So I like to set up the Erector set first. I know that I'm starting a podcast in May, and I know that I'm starting a little tiny local television show in February. I knew that I wanted my second book ready by the time I did those things, so I'm just finishing it up. And I threw in a third book because I discovered in my book group, none of us are giving ourselves credit for our victory, so I did a victory log that I'm going to publish for everybody that also has a section for gratitude. I love that because that is such an important part of staying on track is giving yourself credit for the wins that you've gotten along the way, not just 
the one that's on the vision board, right? Yeah, we were all having a conversation and, and we all felt like we hadn't accomplished anything. And then each of us started listing it and went, wow, we need to stop every day and take a moment to relish what happened the day before that got us closer to where we're going. So, but then I start laying the bricks. I just keep laying the bricks till by the date that I have the erector set up, I'm ready to go. And that's how I sort of build my year. I love that. And I love that you have this uh, community support that you've been checked in with that was helping you to keep an eye on your progress and to celebrate your wins. That was part of the reason when we established the summit that I set up a Facebook community to go with it. Because it's so, so very important, especially when you've had a setback or you feel like you're not making progress, to have people who are rowing the same direction who can go, wait, time out. (laughs) We've been, you know, rowing with you for a couple of months now, and you've come a long way, baby. (laughs) Well, community is one of the most important blocks for health. It's now recognized in terms of just how important it is. So, yeah, it's good to surround yourself with people who are headed in the general same direction that you are, that are there to support you and keep you going. So, Ellen, we've got a couple of minutes before break here. You want to wrap us up a little bit with how you approach your planning? (laughs) I actually see it as a a few-step process. So there's a couple steps and um, some of the panelists did mention what those steps were, you know, and I really love the way Martha had mentioned. Um, oh my God, I completely forgot what she mentioned, but it was in my head. <laughs> oh, family, faith, fun, yes, yes, finance. Yes, yes. It, she, she actually looks at everything. It's kind of like an inventory. You're taking inventory and you're looking at it and saying, all right, where do I want to improve? What do I want to do? I love that. And I think that's really important. Um, along with not only just setting your attention, because that is one of the steps, but also making a verbal commitment. When you look at those things and you make sure that it aligns with you, because that is one of them, you know, connecting to your higher self or your guides or whoever you want to connect with that is going to get you into that alignment stage. When you connect to your heart and you make sure that this is the intention that you want, you make sure that it works well with you. And then you make a verbal commitment to go through with it. And that along with, the action steps, and the victory journal that you mentioned (laughs) is amazing. So I I think that it's a wonderful step-by-step process that we have here. Yeah, I love that. And I can attest to the fact that that speaking it out into the world, like every freaking place makes a huge difference. That was an important part when I lost my 50 pounds a few years ago, that it was a really important part of my process because it allowed people to truly be in alignment with me and to support me in that process and not to continue to press donuts or birthday cake or whatever on me because they understood what was going on and I'd recruited them to support me in making progress to that goal. So I love that. That's, that's a wonderful insight. So we are coming up on our break here. It's gone so fast already, ladies. This is exciting. So all of you out there who are listening, take a minute during the break 
and kind of start going through your five F's like Martha mentioned and start thinking about, you know, what, what is your inventory like in these areas and hang with us. We've got more important and exciting uh, tips and life hacks around fail-proofing your plan when we come back. America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel be sure to friend us on facebook you can do it right now visit facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for us at keyword voice america we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel Listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1 866 472 5795. Again, that's 1 866 472 5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you so much for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here talking to the amazing women, some of the panelists that we're having on the 2020 Resolutions Kept Summit. Uh, we have with us Martha Dubois, Renata Mizu, Ellen Shamalov, Cheryl Meyer, and Malika Gupta. And ladies, I... I love that you shared all of this wonderful wisdom on beginning to kind of flesh out your plan and your goals. What I'd like to hear from you guys is, let's, let's do a lightning round. Okay. How many goals should you focus on at a time? Cheryl, go. I'm a multitasker. I probably am focusing on six things at the same time. Martha. Oops, you got to unmute yourself. There we go. <laughs> Three to five. Three to five. Ellen? Oh. <laughs> um, I would actually agree with Martha. Three to five. It's in between with the Cheryl as well. It could be three to five or six, depending okay. on how much you can handle. Molika? Three. Three is my magic number. It doesn't make me feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Renata? 
Well, Martha, just told my three to five. <laughs> <laughs> But I would say three at, uh, usually at one time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No more than five. Okay, beautiful. I love that. So if we're working on, let's, let's go with three as kind of the least overwhelming number of that group. How do you begin to kind of balance bringing those changes in and bringing those changes together? I know some people take the approach of, you know, let's do baby steps towards one thing. And other people are like, let's just take this shit apart and do a massive overhaul and rebuild from the ground up. (laughs) Ellen, what do you think about that? Um, That's too, that's scattering your energy too much. I believe in, I believe Renata mentioned this before. Um, I think some of the panelists mentioned this, but you take it, you have your goals. And then I would say, look at what's aligning to you right at the moment. What do you want to accomplish first? What feels right? And then look at the action steps for each thing. That, and things will change because I believe in being fluid. So look at the action steps. Don't be rigid with them. Don't attach yourself to them see what feels right at the moment to do it first because intuition will guide us in so many different avenues that you will, you will not think it makes sense, but you do that. So you connect and you do that and you feel out how many you want to take at a time. You could do, it's like family. You can take family time, make sure that you look at your work balance and just see how you can incorporate small little actions at that moment. And then also, if you want to do a project, how are you going to incorporate your project? So it really depends on what you're doing that will allow you to do more than one resolution or goal at a time. But breaking it up and trying to feel it out is the most important because it does um, add more of different ways you can work with it, like multitasking. I love that. Martha's over here shaking and nodding. And <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what's on your mind. <laughs> I just love it. I love the fact that um, we're able to break down um, into little bite-sized piece of, pieces, if you will. One of the things that helps me on a lot, I'm going to go lean on Cheryl a little bit, is I'm able to put a vision board together. Um, and I'm going to take a little bit from Renata. Every three months, I'm resetting. I have a little reset button that a friend sent me. (laughs) It's, you know, let's take a look at the past, see where we are, and then we we move forward. So it's a combination of things. And you have to, I believe, in rhythm, everything has to kind of flow. And so that's how I keep keep moving. It has to flow. So I start with my vision board. And my vision board is more than just pictures. It actually, um, I was going to to Cheryl, it actually has a lot of information as to what steps do I take to get to where I need to go. That. Cheryl, what would you like to add to this? My six things that I may be juggling all at the same time are all on the same lane. So if I'm writing a blog, I'm probably reframing something I just wrote in the book. If I'm going to do the TV show, it's probably reframing something that I've already written that I'm going to put into a new format so that a new audience can hear it. I have a coaching client that I'm meeting with tomorrow morning, but we're working on things that I've been concentrating on in the books and on the podcast. So it all sort of fits together in one big picture, but it's different parts of the puzzle that I'm juggling all the same time. And for me, it works. I, I love that. And that goes back to, to Ellen's comment about don't scatter your energy. 
on its surface, when you say I've got six goals that I'm focusing on, it sounds like it potentially could be scattered. But when you explain it further, it's quite clear that it's actually very focused. It is. It is. It works. It all, all the puzzle pieces work together. Molika, how do you prioritize what you work on first? I know you're big on not overwhelming yourself. <laughs> Yes. So I, I always ask myself, what is my immediate next first step? Not the best step, but what is my next immediate step? And, and, and having said that, you know, in, in the past, I used to judge myself a lot if I'm not achieving my goals. And, and over the years, I have let that judgment towards myself, you know, kind of go. So let's just say, if, you know, as, as, as Martha mentioned about resetting your goals. So it's, it's extremely important because you will, it's not, you know, I think at some point of time, you will lose the, lose a track of what you are doing or where you're going because you will have these contingency plans or emergency plans in your life. So not letting, judging yourself is, is also very big when I'm setting my goal and just asking myself, what is my next first step? Yes, I love that. I know for myself, when I look at my goals and what I want to accomplish for the year, I tend to look for what's my leverage point. So what's the thing, if I shift that, that will allow me to more easily and gracefully access the other shifts that I'm looking for in my life? Uh, Going back several years, I spent a few years hyper-focused on my health and my weight and getting my physical body back into shape because if I didn't have that, nothing else was going to happen. And I was in a bad, bad, bad place. (laughs) So that really brought home to me the importance of kind of looking for what's your personal leverage point on this list of stuff that you're doing. Where are you currently restricted? Where are you currently limited? And how can you shift that first so that you can expand out and increase your capacity? And that is so true. And just to add on that point, uh, it's just be patient with yourself. I think when we are, you know, having these goals planned out or we have these big chunk of stuff to you know achieve we we kind of forget that it's it's happy new year it's not happy new day or happy new month right so <laughs> happy new right now microwave moment <laughs> yeah, so it, it's, it's going to take over a year to get those results so so be patient with yourself I think is, is, is extremely important yeah and I think if we're honest with ourselves uh, many of the things that we put on our list to shift or grow into uh we didn't get into where we're at in just a handful of days or weeks. It took us months, years, some of us decades to get to this point that we're at in our lives. So, yeah, it's important to remember that mm, it was a slow process getting here and it will take a little time to get out of here. Probably not as slow as it took us to get there. (laughs) Renata, how do you prioritize and figure out what you're working on first? I so love all the ladies, especially Ellen and you that shared about the intuitive side. Um, I always go with a big one and break it in, like I said before, but I'm also, I also learned not to get stuck on how we get, what actions we take towards the goals because, and even that we need to adjust those goals sometimes because When we grow, we don't know where we're going to end up. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I had a client who was health coach and now she wanted to be a real estate person. And that's what we love about this life because we 
are flexible. We're supposed to be flexible. And just if the intuition leads us towards this different direction, why not? Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing about the soul-led life, right? I've I've had things come up in my life where I had this intuitive hit. I'm supposed to go do X, Y, Z, right? And I have this this destination in my mind, and I go for it full guns, and then I get like halfway there, and this wall will like slam up in front of me, and all of a sudden I need to take this left turn into someplace I hadn't even previously imagined. But if I hadn't been going towards that first intuitive uh, direction, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been there. I wouldn't have been in motion to take that left turn into something that was even more amazing than the first thing I'd imagined. Yeah, and people always try to feel bad when they hit the wall because they're like, oh, I'm failing. Well, yeah, probably you need to take a break. Spirit misled me, right? I I get that a lot. It's like, why did I get led down this road? So that you would be there to take that left. (laughs) It's not going to make sense, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What if you just didn't listen to your intuition in the first place and then it made you hit the wall so you can make a turn where you're supposed to? Yeah. You never know. Just listen to intuition. That's the beautiful thing about the uh, soul-led life, isn't it? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the perfectionist in us, because Ooh. I know I, that's a journey that I'm going on, and I, I'm working to leave her off and not focus so much on perfection as perhaps improving or perfecting what it is that I'm involved in. Uh, so if I'm a recovering perfectionist, which I am, what would be your advice to me if, say, for example, my goal doesn't hit the deadline and I'm, I'm starting to kind of get upset about this and, and feeling like, oh, God, you know, I, I've headed down a bad road here. How do I give myself some grace and forgiveness? How do I reset? Cheryl. I think this is where gratitude comes in. If I get up every morning and I write down five things that are in the immediate, that have happened yesterday, that I am very grateful for. And it keeps me fo- it keeps me focused away from my perfectionism, and it allows me to just be happy with where I am and what's going on in my life. And it's sort of, I, I always will have that little bit of perfectionism in me, but it makes me stop and think what a, how lucky I am that I have created the life that I've created and that I am going in the direction that I'm going and that I'm touching the people that I'm touching. And that really starts with a a regular practice of gratitude. And I believe in it. I love that. Any other hinters, Ellen? Uh, (laughs) Hi, I'm Ellen, recovering perfectionist. (laughs) I have a feeling we might have a little support circle happening here around this. (laughs) Okay, so I teach life lessons. Perfectionism is under control. And control is one of the major seven life lessons. And it's one that many, many people have because you are not in the space of really having the higher self grounded in your body and you're more into the, oh, I have to do it this way and I have to do it that way and it has to be absolutely perfect, done to the T, otherwise X, Y, and Z is not going to happen. That's yeah, all the ego control. and the self-worth is ego, in the driver's yeah. seat. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, it, and, and what I would say is 
you got to get a time bender session. What I would say (laughs) what the time bender session does is really anchors in the light being that you are into your body. And once you do this like practice visualization, you will start to see like, I can't even tell you, you will start to see such shifts in how you even look at what you're doing, how your perception is. Changes everything. Martha, I I noticed your hand went up too. Are you part of this recovering perfectionist club? (laughs) I am just like Ellen. I am a recovering perfectionist. But this is the thing. We all are in this race. We are hustling and we're running and, you know, need to just stop, take a break, take a pause, step back. We're going to just inhale and we're going to exhale. <laughs> and what that does, it, it kind of removes all this chaos that's around you. Breathing has a lot of benefit. It brings you back to reality, awareness, if you will, right? So you're able to now focus, okay, this is where I'm at. Something just happened about five minutes ago, but this is where I'm at. And then you say, where do I go from where I am at currently? That's my next step. So you step back, you take a breather, an intentional, conscious, purposeful inhale and exhale, and then you start from where you are. I love it. Let's let's kind of shift over to the the more type B personality, for example. (laughs) Okay. Um, I know I have clients who are like, I don't believe in planning 10 years ahead. I just live life as it comes. There's no point in making resolutions or even giving myself goals. (laughs) How how do you you work with that? Is that an equally valid approach? What What are the comments here? I find most people have something they want to accomplish, especially if they're looking to one of us to be their coach. They came because they have something they want to accomplish, and they really don't always have a clue how to get there, but they know they want to get there. And yeah. so it's, they may be a B personality, but that doesn't mean you can't focus them on where it is they want to go they want to go not where you want them to go but where they want to go and then helping them find the steps to get there Malika what do you want to throw in on this I think uh it's it's embedded with with fear you know it, it sounds like I don't want to plan I don't have a goal I, I kind of I'm living in the moment but in you know uh, inherently it's about fear it's either they are fear of getting judged either they are fear of they have a fear of showing up or Whoops. She just froze on us. We lost her. Well, we are, we're fixing to go on our break. So we'll pick up that thought when we come back from the break. Uh, and we'll hear where Mullica is going with her fear comment when we return. Uh, so while we're having our break, I know you started your list of your five Fs, which Mirtha recommended. <laughs> Thank you. I love the five Fs. That's a wonderful mnemonic. Um, so think a little bit about what the what priority you want to put things in. Where's your leverage point? Where do you want to start? Where do you want your focus to be? Where are your synergies, as Cheryl described, if you have many of these? And uh, spend a little time with that, and then we'll meet you back here after the break. 
Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. There's a new force to be reckoned with in talk radio. It's not just talk radio. Hosted by LaTanya Jr. and co-host Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. Not Just Talk Radio is like a superhero. Inspiring, problem-solving, and informing. Packed with action-provoking conversations from news, movements, and social and politics issues. This program is about a wide range of voices and fresh points of view from experts, celebrities, and you, the listener. Not Just Talk Radio is broadcast live Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales. I am joined by an amazing panelists from the 2020 Resolutions Kept Summit, Renata Mezu, Cheryl Meyer, Molika Gupta, Ellen Shamalov, and Mirtha Dubois. Before the break, everybody's waving. <laughs> it's radio. Only the Facebook people know we waved. <laughs> Molika was sharing with us, um, you know, the her insights on people who feel like, you know what, I just want to live in the moment. I'm not going to set any goals. I'm not going to try to structure my life experience. So if you'd like to pick up where you got cut off, Molika, I think you were telling us uh, about fear. Yes. Um, so for all those people who think that, you know, uh, having goals or resolutions is just a waste of time. I don't want to set any goals. It's just, I just think that it's, it's, it's about fear. They, they have this fear of judgment or fear of showing up all wrapped up into procrastination and perfectionism, a bit of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's just that once you deep down ask yourself, why am I even giving myself these excuses for, for such people, once, once you work with them and tell them you have this fear of showing up and that is the reason why you don't want to have any goals, I think it, that, that's how they can see where they want to go and, and why they want to go, uh, where, 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 they, where they think um, can, you know, be their results or their victory. One word that comes to my mind is self-sabotage. That's yes. all what you just said. <laughs> That's so true, yes. 
self-sabotage is, is, is the exact word yes exactly and if you if you see yourself in this and you know that self-sabotage is a thing for you I'm going to put a mini plug in for myself because I specialize in removing sabotage from your personality makeup so <laughs> come see me send a little email to ask Sophia at transformationspace.co and we will get you fixed up um I would like to kind of shift us to a new topic. What, ladies, are your best life hacks for keeping your your vision in front of yourself on a daily basis, for keeping yourself motivated, for picking yourself back up after a wipeout? How do you kind of fail-proof your plan? Because we all know it doesn't matter how spiritual and dialed in you are, there are always setbacks. Life continues to be life, and things don't always go the way we intend. So who would like to start us off with one of their best li- – oh, Ellen, best life hack. <laughs> I've been talking about this a lot. Best life hack, get your light being anchored into your body. It's, it's, the, it's the way for you to visualize and connect to your higher self because when you connect to your higher self, you are guided. And um, it's, it's an easy thing to, to do. People call, people say that they don't have time. They complain that they don't have time. They complain that they're, this is going to waste their time. And I used to be one of those people. And when I started actually implementing it, I saw how much time it actually saved. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're really being guided with the intent and what's aligning with you and what's working for you, for your higher, for your higher good at the moment that it needs to come. It's all about divine timing and how you set your yourself up to, to align to that. That's wonderful. And I will just remind everybody out there as we're talking about these things, join us at the summit, 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com. Registration's free and easy. You give your name, you give your email address, and you get all the information. You get the access to the Uh, speakers as the interviews come out and you have wonderful ways to contact all of these people if you're going oh I have to get my light being anchored into my body I have to check this out you will have a way that you can get in touch with Ellen you will have a way that if you need more resilience in your life you can connect with Martha if you are looking to detox your world you can connect with Cheryl if you are looking for more balance in your goal setting Renata is there for you and Molika is amazing at bringing you into and dialing into connecting into that happiness in your life on the journey not as a destination but right now so that's that's my 20 second pitch for everybody here 2020 resolutions summit.com go get your registration on so let's see life hacks that's what we were doing who who has a life hack they'd like to share next renata probably it's not going to be a hack hack but i want to share like a basic structure how we need to go so we don't do this don't fall like fall short yeah, prevention to, is beautiful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, you, kind of prevention. First of all, you need to know if you have skills and abilities. It's as simple as that. Go back to basics. You need to know, like, what the internal challenges are. We need to check within and see if, like um, Malika mentioned, what kind of fears we have, what kind of doubts we have, what kind of failures occur most of all, and what kind of lessons we need to learn. So yeah, look absolutely. at those and... I remember I was talking about the blueprint, mine's blueprint. 
most of us don't know what our mind's blueprint is, how we operate from daily, like minute to minute. We don't know. We block the memories probably more often of the childhood Mm -hmm. where all the things, programming started. So we need to know how we operate, what the programming is, so we can change, especially the sabotage piece. Absolutely. I know for myself over the past year, I've been stepping out in some really big ways. I've had a lot of big, what they call big, hairy, audacious goals (laughs) the last couple of years. And what I've found, some of the breadcrumbs to that sort of thing for me is, what comes up for me as I'm stepping out into these new places? What is it that that critical voice in my mind is telling me that this means? What is it that when I look at somebody else, I go, oh, God, she thinks she's all that and a side of chips. These are some of the breadcrumbs to what are those programs that I need to be looking at? What are the things that are really keeping me from becoming all that in a bag of chips? (laughs) As, as soon as you become aware of things, whenever you start know, like looking for things, like, okay, how, how am I doing things today? What am I thinking? How am I behaving? How am I reacting and responding? As simple as that. People think it's complicated. It's so simple. We just need to pay attention, become aware of things. That's all. Only then you can change whatever you don't like. Absolutely. I love that. I agree with the life lessons. Definitely. It's it's. When you look back and you kind of take inventory of your life and see what life lessons you're, you've learned and what you, you start to kind of um, pick up on things, synchronicities and people in your life that are projections. It's like what you mentioned. Um, it, It just lets you mirror and see what is it that internally you need to work on. And you can add that as a resolution too, because that working on your life lesson doesn't happen overnight. But it can happen quickly once you're aware and conscious of what you're doing. Oh, we can get a lesson really quickly. (laughs) Just learning (laughs) the lesson is going to take a while. And move on. (laughs) Mirtha, what are some of your best life hacks for this? You know, I I keep it simple. I start off with, it's not so much the, the gratitude, but as I mentioned before earlier, is the harmony of what's happening in me, around me, for me, to me. So it's, it's everything and it's nothing. So we, you know, people tend to tell us, don't take things, you know, so personal. But everything is quite personal <laughs> when you're dealing with you, right? <laughs> well, uh, it's personal because it's yours, but in a lot of ways, it's not personal because what other people are serving to them is about them. <laughs> right, but, but it's personal to each and every one, Absolutely. right? So even if it's a sale, for example, the money is going to, it's a business thing, but it's a personal thing to actually attract that business. So I start off with, with what keeps me, don't like the word balance, but what keeps me in rhythm, what keeps me in harmony, what keeps me flowing, um, because again, you know, a lot of, of you ladies mentioned that life, you know, life doesn't stop. And I have this thing that life, life doesn't discriminate. So it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what you're doing, life is going to come at you. So you have to find a way to equip yourself with some of the systems that Ellen is talking about, something that, you know, Renata has going on, or Monica, or Shirley, even you, Zofia. So you have to equip yourself, but you don't know what you don't know. So where do you start? You start with you. Where am I? Mm -hmm. How do I feel? What am I missing? 
who's my entourage, who can offer me some ideals, ideas, some steps, some, you know, uh, goals, because we don't know what we don't know. So we Yeah, who's, who's around us who can read the label on the outside exactly. of our bottle? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Molika, what, what is one of your life hacks for well, keeping on track or bouncing back when you've fallen off? Yes, so I'm, I'm going to share two extreme life hacks. And I, I wouldn't say a hack, but it's something I've applied on myself because I'm a recovering perfectionist, a perfectionist and a lot of other self-sabotage and stuff like that. So first is visit a symmetry, you know, and, and suddenly you will have all those, suddenly your life will start getting simplified Suddenly you will understand that you are living and that is such a blessing in all those people who are not living are not even here to, they don't have any regrets. They don't have any self-doubt. They don't have any questions because they are not living. So visiting a cemetery has always been this, you know, life hack, which puts me instantaneously in a very simplified manner of who, who matters to me the most what matters to me the most and you know what 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 is supposed to, what are the things which i need to focus right now and the second is i i whenever i get lost you know i, I always visualize my last day of my life and i ask myself you know at 87 years of, of age or at 77 years of age what will matter to me the most and once i have this that awareness i i you know i, I start living my that present moment or that day then accordingly I love that. I have a little life hack that I use when when life happens and it starts to get like this, oh God, do I really want to even deal with any of this stuff? I allow myself what I call a meltdown moment. And I do this in company. I, I call somebody, a friend, uh, an accountability partner or whatever, and I go, okay, the shit is coming down and the wheels are falling off and I'm having one of these life happening moments and they'll put on a timer. It's like, okay, you've got 10 minutes and I rant and I rave and I wail and oh, poor me and all of this junk. Okay. Let it out, get it gone. And then their only job is to hold the timer, hold the space and then ask me at the end, what's your next no fail step? And that always puts me in a space where it's like, okay, I can set all of that junk behind me now and I can focus on what the next concrete thing is. But until I've let that, that ego upset out, if you will, <laughs> the frustration and the hurt, I, I will stay stuck in that place and I won't move forward. So that's, that's my life hack. Cheryl. We haven't heard from you in a minute. Would you like to share, you need to unmute yourself, love. Would you like to share what your life hack is for staying on track? We've got 30 seconds. Yeah. So it's got to be quick. I get into nature. If I'm having a problem and the world seems to be coming down on my head, I get outside, preferably around something glorious, whether it's the Red Rocks of Sedona or I get into the forest or I go to the ocean and walk out on the pier. If I go into nature, I'm in awe. It clears my mind. It clears my heart. I, I relish alone time and it's time that I can just be and it seems to make everything okay again so that when I return, it's all gone and I'm focused and I'm ready to go again. 
I love that. Thank you so much, ladies. This has been so much fun, and you've shared so much amazing wisdom. And I'm so blessed and proud to have you as partners in putting on the 2020 Resolutions Kept Summit. If you have not yet got your free seat to join us, we would cordially invite you to go out there to 2020resolutionskeptsummit.com and get that free seat It's a low-impact, low-commitment thing, and it can make a world of difference in your life. So come join us. And I need to wrap up for today. Thank you so much for being with us. And until we see you next week, go out and live soul first.